Our girlfriends have such an impact on not only who we are as women, but just how much they enhance our journey. Yeah, so true. I mean, from early on as a little girl to now, I mean, in the different relationships that girlfriends have brought to us, but you've done a little bit of research when we started talking about this topic of why is this also important? And we want to hear more and dive in a little bit deeper. Well, yeah, I, I think, you know, for us with the podcast, our goal is to really one, build a community with women and hopefully, you know, share our stories and journeys as we, you know, go through this together and, and explore why all these topics are so important to our mind, body, and soul. And so in looking at, you know, how girlfriends save you, there was a research that was done by the Journal of Clinical Oncology, and they did a study on women with early stages of breast cancer. And women that had early stages were four times more likely to die from cancer if they didn't have many friends. And those with a larger group of friends with early stage breast cancer had a much better survival rate. I just thought that was so powerful because, you know, obviously with some of my stories that I have throughout my life, I can look back and think about how much my girlfriends have saved me. And just this in itself, that, I mean, that's life-saving. Hi, I'm Deanna Robbins. And I'm Christy North. Welcome to Pieces of a Woman podcast, where we explore all the pieces that make up a woman, mind, body, and soul. By embracing all complexities of being a woman, our goal is to share real stories that inspire growth and empower all women to be the best versions of themselves. And as Maya Angelou so eloquently said, when we know better, we do better. Thank you for taking this journey with us. Well, we're fortunate enough today because our guests are three dear friends of ours who've come to us from all different walks of life and not to diminish all the girlfriends we've had over time. I have some dear high school girlfriends that we're still friends today. We don't see each other a lot, but I can still pick up the phone and they're right there as as a sister. I have one sister who your sisters become friends as well. What do you think? Definitely, I want to recognize all the beautiful women in my life that continue to enhance and, and go alongside me through all of my life challenges. My sisters, I, I mean, I couldn't, I can't even say enough about my two sisters that just, you know, are always there for me and have been for the tough times, the good times and the girlfriends and sisters that tell us, you know, yeah, you probably shouldn't wear those jeans too. <laughs> To really, you know, <laughs> really celebrating my wins and being there through my, through the challenges. And so this is a really important episode. We hope that it helps you laugh, you know, maybe cry, but all of it together, we think will be just a really good exploration of how girlfriends save us. We want to introduce before we dive into the topic, we have a lot of laughs and it's an, an exciting episode, but we want to introduce these women really quick. And I met Lisa when our little boys were three and four pre-K and uh, her little toehead Matthew and my son Taylor, who was a brunette, they wanted to play together. And so it was called the parents. And so that's how, I, and we've been friends ever since. And that was, oh my gosh, 20, 20 something, well, 20, almost 25 years ago. Lara, I met through Bonko, and we have been dear friends ever since. You know, friends come and go sometimes, and those there's few that stick really close. And then how you and I met was through our industry at the time. And I still always say the remarkable thing with you is 
we met and I instantly felt like I was just connected to you. I really liked you. And I'm like, she is just somebody I want to get to know. But then lucky enough that we got to meet Leanne through you. So tell us your Yeah, so I want to echo that. Laura and Lisa are two powerful women in the real estate industry alongside you who you know, also has a longstanding history with real estate. And, you know, Leanne's kind of a little bit outside what we do, but she listens right alongside all of our real estate mortgage stories. Leanne Garcia has been a friend of mine for the past four years. And we met through a tragedy, uh, both of us losing our sons to suicide. And uh, I can't imagine my life without her. And so I just feel blessed to have her in my life. And she, you know, luckily is not in the industry, I like to say, but she is a nurse practitioner. And I just think the three of them together bring a lot of great perspective and are really going to be able to share some beautiful stories with us today. I agree. And it didn't work out. We didn't plan it this way, but there are the three L's after the fact, uh, Leanne, Lara, and Lisa. So we really hope you enjoy this episode. It was definitely a lot of laughs and a lot of tears. And we would love to hear your stories as well. But welcome to How Girlfriends Save You. I think maybe just start with how it's changed for you since, you know, maybe a teenager in your 20s and where you are today and and what that looks like. I feel like when I mean, you know, the old hindsight's 2020. And I think that if our 50 year old selves knew, you know, if our 20 year old selves knew what our 50 year old selves do, we may change things. But I think when we're in our 20s, we're hypercritical of ourselves. We don't know what we want out of life. We don't know where we're going to be and anything that life has to handle hand to us. But I think that, you know, at that point in life, girlfriends were structured by maybe people of common interests. You knew them from school, you knew them from a hobby, you knew them from raising kids of the same age or something like that. But I feel like with where life takes you as you get older, you cling to people who you know, you just, you know, that they've been in the trenches with you and maybe are similar ages or, or, you know, you just, you find those people who lift you up, who support you through thick and thin. And then your ages of friends don't matter as much. And you realize that it's just the people who have your back. Okay. I'll piggyback on that one. This one kind of stumped me a little bit, but I sat and thought, Okay, in my 20s, what was I doing in my 20s? A lot of things I might not disclose on this podcast, but I have had wonderful women, girls in my life. But back in my 20s, finishing college, and of course, it was the group that I hung out with, and we were very individual in that we would go do our things, and we were all caught up in our boyfriends and and all of that stuff. But it was individual, meaning on just us. And I look at today and my friends that are in my life embrace not just me individually, but like my, my world, my family, my, my, my other friends when I'm really in a close setting. And I just feel like they've kind of, it's, it's more of a tribe setting than individual. And I, I do think that when I was younger, and this is, I'll speak for me personally, it was more of like you couldn't have more than one best friend, you know, didn't we all have that best friend and Mm -hmm. oh my gosh, we had to be that best friend. And I know I've got numerous best friends that are my core. And I think that that comes with age and wisdom. So I'm blessed that I have people that have embraced my family and, and care about me and where I am in life and my family and my loved ones 
you know, and I think we can party just as much now as we did when we were in our 20s and we can still hang with the best of them. So that's my point. Sometimes I say I think we can really outdo our kids. And we think we can outdo our kids. We're probably the more of the frat partiers and they think that they are. I think so. Dan, what do you want to add to that? Well, I, I would just echo everything that's been said, but I also find my relationships and my girlfriends now, I really rely on their perspective where I may not have really valued that as much in my 20s. You know, I kind of thought I knew what I was doing and and I didn't really need perspective from someone else. But now with my girlfriends, like I, I go to them for their perspective on what's happening in my life. And I really value what they have to contribute and what their ideas are. And then also just the depth of my girlfriends, my relationship with my girlfriends, there's just, it's complex. But there's a lot of depth to those relationships and they know me probably better than I know myself sometimes. And really what Lisa said really echoes with me is that they celebrate my wins, my family's wins, my children's wins, and then they hold me up in my most terrible times. So do you feel like there's so much truth in quite often, like when as teenagers in high school or junior high, we kind of, like you said, Lisa, we have these cliques that we're, that we're with and somewhat we don't really choose our friends. They kind of just are our friends. And, but as adults, we get that benefit where we really can choose the people that we want to have in our tribe that we want to have in our circle. And I think that that's a beautiful thing now in our fifties versus when we were maybe in our teens. Well, our canvas is bigger. You know, when you're young, you're in school all day and you're in a very controlled environment, so to speak. And I think you are, I look at, well, I think I turned out okay, but I look at how did I turn out okay? You know, it was because of the people that I hung out with, but that was a very controlled environment. And I think we've got a bigger responsibility now for ourselves that if it's healthy, stick with it. And if it's not, move on. And sometimes you have to, you know, cut that cord for the detox and you've got to cling tight to the value of the women that are there in your life. And, and you know, hopefully age is wisdom and you figure that out and, and you hold fast to the ones that are going to lift you up. Well, and I think that kind of segues into another question, but when you're looking at who your circle is and your, your girlfriends really are your backbone, they're your support through everything that we go through. And so when you end up in a situation like that, you know, just kind of like educating our audience or at least maybe having those the conversation about that at what point have you felt like you had to let go of a relationship like when and how difficult was that i was just thinking that when um lisa and leanne were talking about current friendships maybe the 50 year old girlfriends i was thinking that maybe my description would be that our relationships with women with our core girlfriends they get more complex and deeper when you're in your 20s, when you're a teenager, when you're in college, you have very superficial needs from your friends. Who's going to go to a party with you? Who's going to study with you? Who's going to do this or that? The complexity of what we have in our 50s are who's going to get me through a tough time? Who's going to get me through, like you said, lift you up in all of your wins and absolutely hold you up during the worst? And, and I think we... The complexity of it now, too, is the fact that we're raising children, children are older, their issues are bigger, and we have aging parents, and we have all these things that start to weigh, and we need 
these complex, sophisticated women in our life that are going to hold us up through those hard times. And so kind of circling back to your question, I feel like for me, because of all the other outside influences coming at me, I would always just at this stage in my life, weed out someone in my life who doesn't share, I hate to say my value because it's just, it's not that simple. But if someone is in a different state of life or doesn't value friends and family like I do, it would be hard to let them into my core circle because there's already so many people pulling at that time. You know, you have your careers, you have your children, your family, your spouses, and you don't have, I don't have room in my life for people who don't want to love me like I'll love them. And if I'm not receiving that from them, I at this point can just have to let them go. They become too toxic. I totally agree. And I think that also brings in, if you have daughters or nieces or outside of just setting the example, I've had girlfriends my whole life. So my daughter, I think, just naturally gravitated to having girlfriends. But how have you implemented that in your daughter's lives? Or has it been a conversation? I mean, I think sometimes girls, you don't necessarily see them bonding. And I think that from my perspective is a concern, but I think it's also can be natural. Yeah, I would say I have a 19 year old and a 24 year old daughters. And I think with their friendships, the one thing that I have really tried to stress with them is to value what that friend brings to their relationship and not expect something that maybe that friend can't bring. Because I think like what you were saying, Laura is, at that age, there are certain things we need from our friends. And if you're looking for something else, you're going to be disappointed. Mm -hmm. And so I try and just have them value what that friend brings to their relationship. And then maybe it's not exactly what they need, but they can get that from someone else. And then I hope what I'm doing now is I'm modeling how important it is to have strong girlfriends in your life. And I have to say that my girlfriend's you know, celebrate my daughters. And so they see that and they're able to see what those relationships are gonna look over their lifetime. I'm kind of thinking about the original part and I love where it's going, but I'm going back to relationships that maybe you cut out of your life or whatever. I think that my, I know I've had, well, we've all had them, but there's one that I definitely would recommend that women girls, listen to their gut, listen to their instincts, because we've been given that for a reason. And it's usually not far off. When you are feeling threatened, when you are feeling like your life, the people that you're around and and threatens a strong word, but maybe when you are feeling that someone is infringing on that in a not positive way, that they don't lift you up they would rather see you fail. And we, we have people like that out there. And I've experienced that in a very detrimental way and have had to cut that out of my life and then bringing it around full force into how my daughter has would learn from this without giving her a lot of detail in my personal life. She needed to witness my strength in that and the boundaries that I had. And now fast forward to my life now, the irony of that is 
I have moved into a different phase in my life that that person is in my life and has asked for forgiveness. And I was able to let that happen without the fear of it happening again. But you still listen to your gut. And my daughter has witnessed that. And in fact, she said, you know what? If you can forgive, then who am I? And I thought that was something that she's she's learning. And this is not an overnight lesson. This has been years, literally. And so I just feel like I guess my takeaway from that question would be listen to your gut because you do have those vibes and you do know those women that are in your life that are going to help you and those that are invading a space that is it, it's not in a good way and you've got to pump the brakes a little bit. Discover adventure, discover luxury, discover Moab with exclusive retreats for your next vacation or event. Wake up to amazing views only minutes from Utah's most breathtaking national and state parks and Moab's best shopping and dining. Enjoy your fully stocked vacation home with private pool and hot tub. Every room is a luxurious private suite, plus daily maid service and private chefs are available. Exclusive retreats. We're not your home away from home. We are better. Book today at ExclusiveRetreats.com. Well, I think it goes back to also, that's a really good point because your gut, I mean, even at an early age, you sometimes know, but you just don't act on it. And I think teaching the girls at a young age, some friendships, so-called friendships, they'll just use you and just, yeah, I think that's a really important point. I think, you know, similar, I, I've had conversations with my daughters about kind of what you talked about, Leanne, where you accept and embrace everybody that brings something to the value that they do bring. And you, instead of thinking that you need something more out of them, and I've done this with both Whitney and Erica and Katie and Kennedy, where I've said, be okay with what they're bringing and appreciate and love it. But again, recognize what, what it is so that you're not being hurt by it or harmed by it. And I think that's probably the one thing that I've been able to share just in my own journey of, of friendships and helping them grow and, and learn from that. And it's hard. It's hard to really recognize, okay, well, this, this friend is okay for me to maybe go out to a party with, but this friend is who I'm going to call when I need that support and, or encouragement or whatever that is. So. I love that. Well, I was just going to say, I know we're kind of, we're talking very serious, but I also <laughs> want to talk about, like, I feel like we're so serious, but I want to talk about too, because I have <laughs> peed my pants laughing with girlfriends. <laughs> I have done some of the most crazy things with girlfriends, but I think that is also part of, Absolutely. I mean, oh my gosh, we talk about the seriousness and everything, but some of the crazy crap that has happened with <laughs> girlfriends, like what what has that meant that you can't do with your husband typically, mm -hmm. right? Or there's conversations that you can't have with your husband either or your significant other. Or your um, kids. But or your kids. You can with your girlfriends. Or your mother. Or your mother. Hello. Hello. Anybody want to add to that? You mean like recording a podcast? <laughs> <laughs> My mom won't be able to figure out how to do this, so I'm safe. <laughs> Shoot, hopefully. But, but yeah, I think that's true. I mean, it. You know, there's so many things you just said. Like you're looking at, you know, you know that girlfriend that's going to be the go with you here, go with you there, do this or do that. And I think that that's the funny thing I was trying to articulate earlier was that kind of when you get older, 
it does kind of be like, oh, good. I can be, go to the party with you and give you good advice. I've grown into being that person. But I agree wholeheartedly that, you know, I think sometimes when women try to express how much women mean in their life, that it can sound like we're gender bashing. And that's the furthest thing from it. I don't think any of us would ever want this to be a, a conversation about girlfriends replace the most important people in our lives. But it's like, man, when it comes to getting down in the trenches and you need someone to have your back, or just like you said, have a conversation with the only people that you're going to trust for sound advice. Does this make me look fat? Yes. Don't <laughs> buy that. Is your eyelash falling off? Yes, <laughs> it is. I mean, we all know that our spouses or significant others, or even our children for that matter, if we're, I mean, they may be at an age where they now dare say, yep, you're going to be a fool in that one. But man, your core group of girlfriends, when you ask them the tough question of, I really need you to be honest with me. Is this going to happen? Is this not going to happen? They're going to give you the truth. And that's what you have to value in friendships. And to your point, I mean, never have you laughed harder, never have you cried harder. I mean, it's just like the gambit of emotions with the best group of girls. I do think as we're getting older, the option of peeing in our pants when we laugh might be <laughs> no, a little more. Didn't know. I, I no, haven't yet, no. but I'm just saying that it could be something that maybe in the near future. Oh, I, I don't have. know. Oh, it's coming. You know yeah. what I'm saying? If, if, if you have yeah, not yeah, experienced like, that, it is Kegel. coming. Yeah, Kegel. <laughs> I just don't want this to turn into that. It's <laughs> not, but I'm just saying that. No, but Laura's gotten me to do some crazy things. Oh, great. Lisa's like definitely got me Ooh. to do. I some mean, crazy we love things. to dance. We love to dance. We love to dance. Um, Couple of glasses of <laughs> wine and some good music, and we are the coolest dancers you've ever seen. We can twerk this like nobody's true. business, right? <laughs> or I think it's like drop the booty. Yeah, that that's called. <laughs> that was Christy's birthday party. <laughs> now everybody knows how old we are. <laughs> Awesome. But no, what are some other, some other thoughts, just even not a question, but just what are some other thoughts that girlfriends mean to you or just having the relationship? Because I'll, I'll just share something really quick. I feel as that we were writing notes and figuring out what we were going to ask. For me personally, if I had never had girlfriends when I was little, because I relied, I have a wonderful mother, but I relied on my girlfriends as my sounding board as my guidance, as my, like, I cannot even imagine, I would not have gotten through really my whole life going through divorces, you know, going through a divorce, going through having children, dealing with raising teenagers, Taylor, um, <laughs> raising Taylor. It's all of that. Like how there's so, I could go on forever, but what is something that comes to mind that is important or makes you think about? I, well, I know Laura's situation. I don't know Leanne's, but I don't have sisters. I am the only girl and the youngest. Therefore, I love the position that I am in the family order. But to have someone that's got your back and to laugh with and share those secrets with, I don't think I, I don't ever really thought of missing anything in my family because I didn't have a sister because I had really good friends. And, you know, someone that I attached to and we had fun, you know, um, my grade school friend, Tammy, we would, uh, I can still remember, and she passed away, unfortunately, a couple of years ago from a rare cancer. And I have bonded with her mother and we go back and forth and talk. And some of my best memories growing up 
in Dallas is with her. And I can share that now with her mother and bring back some of those memories with her of silliness. But, you know, I know Deanna's got a sister and I know that Christy has sisters. Leanne, do you have a sister? I do. I have one younger sister. Okay. And so we were two peas in a pod for sure when we were younger. Yeah. Yeah. And I just, so I feel like my girlfriends really made that moment, that impact in my life of that I didn't have to think, gosh, I wish I had a sister. I kind of like being the only girl, but I had some really cool girls in my, in my life that we could be silly with and, and share secrets with and, um, Mm -hmm. get in trouble with, you know, and I'm talking younger and, and older. So yes, she is. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So who's the girlfriend that gets you in the most trouble? Like that I want to talk about today. No comment. (laughs) Do you want me to give up? I'm not going to give up dirt, but I will say that Deanna has been a wonderful, wonderful influence on me and me on her (laughs) just for that. And Laura here has definitely uh, contributed to my my fun times at Ridgemont High. (laughs) (laughs) I don't have sisters, but I can kind of echo... Um, Lisa's thoughts. I always wanted a sister. Like that was, I wanted to share clothes and like all that thing. Not me. Well, I did. And I have a younger brother and that was great. But I had a couple really great girlfriends that growing up in a small town, they lived so close and it was just the classic, you know, you were with them from sunup to sundown. You knew when the lights came on outside, you went home, but they definitely got you through those growing up years. And I had a couple of cousins that honestly were the closest thing to sisters that I ever had. And it just, it's just interesting how you find yourself modeling your behavior or what you want out of life from really strong women that have made an impact in your life, whether it's teachers or something. And you start gravitating and picking up little habits or clues or things. And you think, I I want to be strong or funny or successful or whatever. And it's just funny how when I think of those people who played roles in my life, it's typically a woman who had a big influence. Well, I was going to piggyback. Leanne said this earlier. Sometimes your girlfriends know you better than yourself. <laughs> I, I believe that. Oh, yeah. yeah. Some things we don't want to admit, but Mm -hmm. that are so obvious to our girlfriends who know us so well. And I feel like, yeah, there's a couple of you here that if I were to throw out like, I don't do that. I know you would all start laughing and be like, I'm kidding. But that's, you know, that's the beauty is I think once you get to this age, the undisclosed age, but you care less about the, I don't want to say ridicule, but the honesty of your friends. When your friends say, yes, you are always this way or you never do this it's all of a sudden less personal but it's like holy cow they are spot on i am that way well it doesn't Nana goes to bed at eight o'clock every (laughs) night it doesn't maybe i give christy grief about the fact she goes to bed at eight and i do call her nana (laughs) you do and you're not caring less i think you're not taking it in a negative connotation right because i think that you're taking in the context but you're not sitting there going Oh, I'm not going to listen to you, but it's not keeping you up at night. Well, that Lisa it, it was real with you. It comes from such a place of love. Yeah. Because I know yeah. that also if you're, if I throw out a, do I do this? And you answer honestly. Yes, I you also do. know that it doesn't change how you feel about me. Right. And that just like with our kids, you know, it's like as women, we, you know, our kids, we know they do wrong. We, they're ridiculous. They fail us. They, they're our greatest joy. 
They're the most wonderful people on the planet. They have amazing successes, but our love for them is always constant. Mm -hmm. And, and when you have that break with women that you can bring into your life, it's also, it's similar. I don't want to compare the two, but you know, we can ask for honest, what, what's the scenario like? What do I do in this scenario? And you can be blatantly honest with me. And yet I know that you still have my back and yet you care immensely or you wouldn't tell me the truth. Okay. Are you asking? No, I, that was a statement. Okay, it was I'll, a statement. I'll be really quiet right now because I don't like, think I that... can give you one right now, but I won't. Okay. No, that's okay. <laughs> I don't think that was an invitation. I was like, um, are you, is that a question? No, it was a statement. Okay. Well, I would like to add to that when your girlfriends see you doing something that you're not even aware of, that's when it's really helpful. Like I see you doing this and you have no awareness that that's where your headspace is or that's how you might be behaving or how you're interacting. And when a true girlfriend says, hey, this is what I see and you value that and you don't you know, take offense to it, that really says something about that relationship. Thank you so much for joining us. A big thank you to Laura Fidler, Lisa Youngman, and Leanne Garcia. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast on your favorite podcast platform. If you listen to us on Apple Podcasts, leave us a five-star rating in the comment. Also, don't forget to follow us on Facebook or Instagram at Pieces of a Woman Podcast. See you next week.